0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Traverse Theatre, Edinburgh. We now join the theatre's literary associate and your host, Rosie Kelliger.
1: Welcome to the Travcast, where we talk to writers and performance makers about their work and their process. Today I'm really pleased to welcome Errol White and Davina Given, together they are Scotland's leading contemporary dance duo and co-creative directors of White and Given, currently Edinburgh University's dance company in residence. Between them they've worked with companies such as Phoenix Dance, Richard Olsen Dance Company, Scottish Dance Theatre and the National Dance Company of Wales. They've also worked with us here at the Traverse as movement directors on Steph Smith's acclaimed play Swallow. They're currently on tour with Breathe, the first of a series of intimate duets which they have created and which they perform together. Errol and Davina, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Thanks. Um, picking up on that, and if it's not a little bit too much for lunchtime on a Thursday, <laughs> I would love to talk to you about intimacy um, in the work and in, and in how you make the work, because it feels like there's a real theme there that you're exploring. I wonder if you could talk to us a bit about that.
2: It began with the idea that when we danced together in duets that we were interested in the, the quality of touch and how that transforms over time or at different stages. And we, we worked a lot with intimacy. It can be the tiniest little touches or it can be distant. You'd be very close together and you can still be intimate but be very separate and far apart. So we worked with proximity and quality of touch. That was a starting point. And we, from that we... We quite often start with words as well, funnily enough.
0: For us, specifically as a, a creative duo, we're not necessarily creating a work about Davina and I. Um, I think for us, it's, it's like you just said, it's, it's, it's exploring that this idea. I would say as well, particularly for me, Breathe is about intimacy. So it's about exploring that world of intimacy between two individuals. And for Davina and I, we've been together quite some time, over a, you know, 20 526 7 years. And we should
1: say that you guys are a couple as yeah. well as professionally yeah. personally <laughs> or <you're laughs> for, for people who <laughs> yeah. don't know that so it's it, an interesting yeah. uh, dimension to, to bring to an <coughs> understanding of your Completely. Work. <coughs> and
0: I think it's 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 finding a way to Yes, obviously, like Davina said, we begin with an idea of what it is for Rose and how it's affected us. But um, I would say straight away that it's it's not a prescribed narrative. We're not saying this is about Davina and Aaron, or even to be fair, this is not even about a man and a woman. This is, a, I always say, it's a question to the audience, so we don't make um, work that um, in that in that traditional sense. Really, I think for me, I'm very interested in in finding. Um, Something we're interested in, asking that question, creating an event for the audience to then take part in. So Davina and I primarily work with uh, three major elements, body, time and space. And we look at finding ways of those three things interplaying to develop a, a vocabulary of the body that holds the emotional narrative. So we work a lot. And I think it's how those three things interplay. So you know, you put a, a person downstage and a person upstage, you're already creating distance, you put them close together, you use proximity to kind of create that energy and looking at ways to em- embed that emotional context of the work into the vocabulary of the body rather than relying on traditional theater narratives of, uh, which I, ha- I I kind of love and I've, I've loved performing those kind of works over the last 20 odd years, 25 years. but when we came to make work I felt that there was a possibility of developing vocabulary that that held the performativity in the movement rather than in the context of what the play was about necessarily so you know for instance if you so for instance if you used dynamics and you press dynamics or you use dynam- you use um, movement over a period of time and you push that movement to its extreme the body starts to disrupt, it starts to fall to pieces and you create emotional response to that so we were trying to find a way of embedding that emotion into the movement so we when we came to perform it, it lived in the work I suppose, it, sorry
2: <laughs> but also with that it, for me if I have creative tasks to deliver movement or generate movement, I will give myself lots of different kind of yeah. scenarios to work with. So it's kind of not so clean cut as well. Like we, yeah. make, we don't make steps necessarily. No, Everything comes from improvisation, even class in our training. That's, that comes from a place of nowhere. Mm. And we, we, it's what we need so if we need strong legs or strong back or strong centre we, we, we kind of add things in and it's like that with the choreography what do we yeah. need for this section yeah. this section needs to be a bit quicker it needs to have flow so we start with those kind of things and then that's the bit I really enjoy because it's a sense of play and imagination mm-hmm. can come in as well although over time those elements kind of disappear and then it has its own little life so it starts to make itself which is a really nice journey as well in the studio when you trust it things will happen or if it doesn't happen it's okay to go home and then come back the next day and start again.
1: And that's such a hard lesson to learn I think as a, as a maker and an artist yeah. that sometimes uh, one can be so driven by solving a problem <laughs> rather <Yeah>. than say <laughs> playing. I think that's yeah. really interesting as a way of looking at it. Definitely. I think that
2: there's that pressure sometimes but when if we're in the studio and have a day where we didn't get what we wanted we still got something because we knew that what didn't work. Yeah. So we're in a different place when we go back and I just think sometimes having that confidence to walk away is really good, specifically for me because mm. I'm, I was always the type of person that will be the last person in the studio and they say, Davina, stop, stop, stop and then I hurt myself or whatever. So I've learned over time it's okay to walk away and it, it will be fine. Mm. <laughs> That's a very good lesson.
0: And I think as well, on top of that, it's to come, with it, come to the studio with a light touch, even though you're dealing with quite... Um, heavy at times, quite emotional subject matters, it's it's to, like you just said, to play, I mean, and you can do that with a very, very light touch and not to, you know, the end is nigh type of experience. So we kind of have a, we have a, we have a lot of fun in the studio, we kind of laugh a lot, you know, you kind of, I think if you really, if you're really keyed into creating something that you're really passionate about, you've got to be able to kind of, take the mickey out of it a little bit <laughs> we're, we're very
2: very disciplined but yeah. with that discipline that that gives us great freedom so we'll have real structure but it, it, that frees us up because we know we've done our groundwork that we can have those moments where it's like errol what are you doing yeah. it's like we need to be doing stuff or whatever kind like, of brutal well, I, with each
0: other. I think that's the thing yeah i think at times like davina can be straight to the point with me and you know and i think because maybe because we've been together a long time, but also because we share the same passion for the way we work. We kind of, it's no holds bad at times, so. And I think we've been very lucky as performers. We've done lots of different types of works, you know. uh, And sometimes, I suppose, over the years, you can be labeled as this kind of performer, that kind of performer. But for me, that was just building, uh, I suppose, a plethora of information and, you know, as much uh, experience to, to then want to develop work that was part of who I was. you know. So again, all of that information is fine, but stripping back, finding the right information to access the right ideas at the right period of time. And, and Breathe for us is, it's the beginning of a cycle of works, of three works, so it feels that we're at the beginning of a journey, even though Breathe's been around for a few, for a year or so um, in development, it feels like this is the first time um yeah, it's the beginning of a new cycle I suppose and, and, and something that Davina and I have have really committed to as this is what we're doing together. Um which we always have done over the last twenty five years. We've always worked together, not just in companies, but you know, we've always been really creative together. Um,
1: it sounds like you've found a, a real process for the two of you and I'm sort of reminded here of um for example, a company like Frantic Assembly yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, Scott Graham and Stephen Hoggett's yeah. relationship and setting that company up and, and negotiating, well, what does it mean if I'm leading this exercise yeah. and and <coughs> finding that way of, as, as you've just said, Errol, needing to be brutally honest <laughs> sometimes, yeah. but maybe also sometimes just needing yeah. to go, let's walk away from yeah. this and retaining that sense of play. It sounds like you found a way to kind Definitely. of hone that yeah. together. Yeah. And I wonder, um, with all of those things in mind, um, because obviously, as we touched on earlier, you have worked in a theatre context and you've mm. done brilliant work uh, with us here at the Traverse on, on Steph Smith's play Swallow. And I wonder what it's like coming to a text-based or a text-driven uh, process of that kind um, from your process and, w- and what you bring to that. I think for
2: me, it was a really fantastic Working on swallow, we, we were in a, a place when we, I think we'd lost a little bit of confidence in yeah. what we do because we didn't have access to it as much as we needed yeah. so working on that was a, a kind of the beginning of us putting ourselves back together again and building that confidence mm-hmm. and For me, working on swallow th- it wasn't that much different in terms of uh, timing is very important and rhythm yeah. And actually having that confidence to see what's in front of you and, and have ideas about how mm. what what you can bring to it, what you can suggest. Not all of it will go in, but it all starts to add a kind of palette of information that that the the guys can can use and develop themselves. So and we were quite disciplined on Swallow, weren't we, with the guys. We did class with them and yes. it was um proper, you know, um set of exercises that were you know you needed a lot of skill to be able to deliver and those guys w- were amazing and that was just adding layers for them to to draw on so in in terms of movement we we created movement for each of the characters but they all learned each other's movement so each character had their own individual movement phrases but they all learned each other so that they they could language. feel that they, so they had that connection physically with each other as well and not all of that movement went in but they they can draw from it so for me it's it, the disciplines not that much different obviously there's text yeah um, but really it's, it's it's theatre still it's still about that timing and creating atmosphere and pressure kinda of creating and breaking tension
0: I think so when we first met all our and we spoke about it we I think we were like Davina's just said we were kind of a bit broken we were kind of going through a, a quite a difficult time with our own work and you know the confidence of what we were doing. I was think just that's to do right with thing. access. Yeah, we didn't have access. access to do it. And I think one of the first th- things we said to all is, I think she was saying, "Well, so how would you work with the actors?" And and I think we were kind of in a place where we were just being really brutally honest with where we were. And I, I think I said to all the Davina said to all that we don't know until we Get in read the, the play, we see the dances, we feel what's going on. So I think for us, we're quite we can be quite um, removed sometimes from the creative community but I think um, because we want to be doing not because we want to be removed because we want to be in the studio doing the very thing we kind of love so I think um, but when we're in a studio situation we're quite clinical we kind of see the see what needs to be done and you know obviously, we have respect for everybody, but it from us ultimately, it becomes completely about the work. We kind of look for access points for the work, so, like Divini was saying we, the aim was to develop a shared uh, develop a shared language so that even if the movement didn't go in that, the characters had an interplay between one another that they had a kind that of, they coexisted physically within the space with uh, with the play itself, I mean it's written. For me, when I read it, and I think Davino will say the same things, it's really choreographic, it's really rhythmical. So actually, straight away when you read it, I, I actually don't even need to really know what's going on, but the rhythms in the piece kind of denote um, what the interplay, and we talked about proximity, the proximity and the space between the, the players on stage. You can really work physically that way, and then applying that, that body, what is the physicality, what is the timing of that physicality, or is the spatial orientation of those people? I mean, it, it's set on a very uh, enclosed area, so you you're already are closing these people very very close together. So, you know, things like how do you create distance in a very small environment when there is no distance? So, I think for us, it was really exciting and working with people really stimulating intellectually as well. Working with people who are outside of our field but within our field, for me, I was blown away by it, and also it. And it sounds—I don't mean sound kind of dismissive—but it was, it was kind of easy in a in a, an exciting way because working with something that you went wholly responsible for was quite an exciting thing to do. You know, you could. Could, you felt like Ola was giving you the right to be really direct with your corrections and she would take and use and she would discard and we really co- really enjoyed that kind of way of working. Sort of sense of freedom. Completely, yeah. complete yeah. freedom uh, with the actors. We were amazing and, you know, I think for us, all the tech crew and all the support crew were just, you could see that they were like us in the sense that they were just driven to make this the most exciting thing or to kind of just push it to... To um, the place where it could be what it needed to be, um, which was really
2: putting the work first. Yeah,
0: so there was lots of similarities in the way the rehearsal studio was in the way we work. So we felt really at home straight away. Yeah, that no, was. It was kind of one of the main. I think for us, it was one of those particular situations over this last year that really kind of moved us forward in the inner. In, a, in the right direction I,
2: I think when, you're, when you you any kind of artist if you're not doing it or in the studio or <laughs> practising that then you're so distant from it and you, you can't imagine it forever in your head and it was that thing that slowly getting back into the studio we, you, you realise that you, you have abilities and you know stuff but you can only do that by being in that place yeah. so that was a great opportunity for us to, to bring that back
0: yeah it was good
2: so well, nice you sense. brought a, a huge amount to it,
0: don't you. Um,
1: I, I'd just like to pick up on, on something you were saying there and talking about where you both were kind of personally or professionally uh, at that point and it, it seems to me that the company is in a, a really exciting phase of its development at the moment and, and your relationship with Edinburgh University yes. and being a sort of dance right. company in, in residence, uh, there is such an e- extraordinary opportunity and, and I wonder if you could speak a little to where you feel dance is at the moment in the UK and and what a kind of relationship of that kind with a, an educational institution can do for the next generation of dancers or for the work that's going to be yeah. made in the future. Where do you feel we're, we're at at the moment?
2: Well for us personally our discipline has always been about practice and part of that practice is training and classwork that for us just has to be done. So
0: Access to studio time. Access
2: to studio, studio time's time. massively important. And through the university relationship, we have that. We have a space where we can sometimes, it is just class training and physical training because the work demands that. The discipline. Still, the yeah. discipline. And then that gives us that freedom to then create. And Although class is creative as well. So it's not really set in stone. There's a lot of artistry in class work that, when and when you say classwork, we,
0: we're not just talking about pure technique or, or, or the more traditional styles of, of, of classwork. We're talking about, you know, uh, complementary techniques, you know, improvisation, Pilates, all of those kind of things. So I think sometimes that can be misconstrued into mm-hmm. we only do, you know, Graham technique and that's the only thing we do. But we, we see that as a way of uh, sharpening uh, the body and informing the body to make... Very, it's because we work with vocabulary. If we don't do that, we can't. Uh, and let's say we're not working with traditional narratives and, and and a man and a woman and and the way we build a storyline in that sense. And we're looking at how vocabulary can be uh, miss represented. So, so for instance, it, it, if if an arc of a body is over a dynamic, particular dynamic range, if, if, techni- if physically we're not capable of delivering that, then it can be misinterpreted and, and therefore the emotional context of what I'm trying to say. Can, so, when Davina and I say technique, it's about um, informing the body to the point that it can be like a scalpel, you know, it can be precision to the point that... You're not telling the audience to think this, but you, you're creating an experience, an explosion that the audience can then absorb in whichever way manner they want to. But I think that's why access and and the act of doing, especially for physical performers, and that's, that varies for different people, is really vital. I think for you and I,
2: working with the university now gives us that 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 time to to make work, develop new ideas, and and actually new exciting collaborations that might possibly happen with the university, like yeah. in terms of the sports science department, um, we're already started a, 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 what's the word, with Alan?
0: Various workshops on... on
2: uh, performance, excellence in performance, yeah. and looking at like, how we think about that, so there's there's things that, that could be done in the future. We don't know what they all are yet, because it's still a very new relationship. <laughs> But that brings us back to our own practice, and also placing us there. We're we're there for the students, but we don't necessarily have to teach them. From time to time, they maybe can join in, or we maybe offer a class here and there. But we're not um, required to do
0: a bulk-loaded teaching. The universities have kind of said, "Look, we want artists for your in the building," you know. And I think this idea, because part of the university is a research environment, that you know to be to have those individuals within that environment itself that's the best way for you know research to be done is that Mm -hmm. allowing that artist to be you know you know working at their highest levels you know gives access to lots of different things through the school of education developing education programs that are not necessarily developed with Davina and I in mind and audience development programs you know along with the Travis without us having to develop them solely on our own. So I think what happened to us is capacity became a problem. We were doing everything, and every, as well as performing, as well as all of these things. And I think it just got too much. And, you know, I think the university, there's such a high level of support there. Um, you feel um, that it is a home, you know, along with the Travis. You feel like the place is a home. And you also feel that you're not trying to convince people of your worth, which is quite... It's quite exhausting. So for the first few months with the Travis, it was a bit surreal for Dorino and I. We were kind of like, Oh my god, are they gonna find us out? <laughs> a little bit. It was kind of felt a little bit But I, mean, I think that's what good. happens to you if you're if you're not doing the thing you're meant to do and I don't want to sound like woe is me. You your confidence even though we're both confident. Visual starts to wane a lot. But ev- a
2: lot. you need support with, with with things, and we are we feel massively supported. And I can use the work that in the work we have these forebodas these huge lights that are placed in the space. They've kind of got a, a presence. So we're it, although it's a duet, we feel that is a piece for five with the designers as well. But those lights they feel like they're really supportive of us and I can that's a kind of analogy for how we feel about yeah. where we are now. We do feel that 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 support, which again gives us freedom.
0: And that that relationship, that equity between the university, between the Travis and how we've been supported through the Travis and us, there feels like there's a three way equity there. It's not where the poor partners and we'll please give us something. That there's a real um emotional, intellectual kind of recognition of why this is a good thing, you know, and that's quite Yeah, it's quite it's really exciting for us and it's made us very clear about what's important to us You know if we focus on Davina and I emotionally physically if we focus on the development of work Then there is no reason why we can then I suppose venture back into developing um, You know uh, wide uh, developing maybe programs or, um, you know, more widespread kind of um, levels of engagement with audiences, with uh, the wider community, with the creative community, with the professional community, because I think that problem is, is I feel that I am part of that, that lineage of, of performance artists of, of, you know, over the last... 50 60 years and so I'm torn between sharing that information and giving that information bringing through new talent and I really love that level of engagement and being a performer myself so it's I think what's great about the university is they're saying to us look do what your passion is, and will help develop those programs around you. So, which that that's an amazing opportunity to be able to kind of feel that. Which is kind of the up. right way around, yeah, isn't it? It was no. the wrong
2: way around for a while, but yeah. we had to go that way in order to get back. Lena and
0: I are not very good at thinking linear. We're kind of all over the place, and and yeah, we're, so we're tend to ramble. Yeah, we do. As you probably tell. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, it sounds like you're in a very exciting place at the moment, and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Um, Errol and Davina, thank you so much for coming in to talk to us. Thank Thank
0: you very much. Cheers.
1: We hope you enjoyed this podcast from the Traverse Theatre, Edinburgh. For more information, please log on to www.traverse.co.uk.